Welcome back. If you are a subscriber, if you are new to the channel, welcome for the first time ever to Texas Tea, the podcast where we talk to local Texas-based businesses yes. where they spill the tea mm. on how they started their their uh, come up. I'm here with David Wynn. How you doing? And I am going to discuss it. Temple Construction, how he came up here. Good friend of mine. How long yes. have we known each other now? Oh, wow. Go, three, four years, three, four probably years. at least. Yeah. Three, four years. Solid, yeah, man. thank you, man. Great relationships. Real relationships stick. Yeah, and I used to look like absolute trash <laughs> until, uh, until I came onto this show. And it, what's really weird is I'm used to sweating when I'm, when I'm around him. So right now I'm not really sweating. So this is just really odd right now. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, Temple Construction opened yes. earlier this year, right? Correct. The the, they, our actual first transformation training facility uh, was opened this year, uh, uh, March. We came here in March, but we grand opening April yeah. of 2019. 2019, April. Good little yes. cool time frame yeah. to get all the people running out there, getting them sweating when it's not super hot. Yet. Yeah, Get them exactly. hooked on a nice breeze. Okay, I got you, I got you. Uh, so basically... Uh, from what I understand, Temple Construction is a way of life, kind of getting people into the correct diet, yes. the correct way to work with their body through training through you and your trainers here, correct. right? Correct. You want to expand on that a little bit more? Yeah. Uh, first off, I want to thank thank you, Mr. Roger. Thank you for <laughs> the opportunity. Ro Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. No sweater right now. <laughs> I have a lot of sweaters at home. I will be changing into one later. But <laughs> yeah. Mr. Rogers, yes, go ahead. Um, but thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. And uh, I want to be here. First of all, I'm always thankful to uh, a, a heavenly higher power. So I'm always thankful to God for allowing me to be here because I was living a destructive lifestyle before. And that's how I'm going to connect with a lot of human beings out there is that uh, we're all spirits. We live in the body, which is our temple created for construction, not destruction. So let's build a temple for your spirit, temple of your mind and body. And I live a destructive lifestyle before. Temple construction actually was born almost a decade ago. You know, I, I finally had the opportunity as I grown as an entrepreneur and a leader and someone smart with my finances and develop myself as on those areas and components of building relationships, how to serve, how to lead, how to program, how to take risks, all those skills you develop yourself as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. Um, it started off way back when, before I got my own facility. And it started off by me living a destructive lifestyle, uh, coming from a um, not very uh, well upbringing, uh, my dad and mom came in 75 from the fall of Saigon uh, after the Vietnam War. So my parents came here in the late 70s. And um, when they came here, I was born in New Orleans. They came from California, Iowa, Ohio, different areas of the United States, settled in New Orleans. I was born in 1980. I'm an 80s baby. Yeah, yeah coming believe up on it or 40 not. Soon. Yeah, coming believe up it or not. And that's part of my lifestyle too, an anti-aging lifestyle. Um, but uh, I came to Houston in 83. So... Even though I'm Gulf Coast born, I'm Texas raised. I'm, I'm I like very that. Gulf Coast born, born Texas, Texas raised. raised. Yes, and uh, yes, I am. So I consider myself a Texasian. All right. Okay. So um, with that in mind, I grew up not much. I lived destructively. My my dad was alcoholic. He did drugs. He was abusive. He was that military mindset kind of dad. You know, which taught me a lot of discipline, of course. Uh, but also, you know, my upbringing wasn't really the way I am today. 
and um, watching how your family lives, your dad lives, people around you, mm-hmm. drinking alcohol, smoke, growing up in a low-income neighborhood, not having much, being a minority of minority, because I was the only Asian, with only number blacks and Latinos and whites, you know what I'm saying? I was the only Asian kid. I was everybody's Bruce Lee, or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> everybody was always making fun of me back then. So um, I, I turned to a different route. You know, my parents didn't have much. They hustled. They really worked hard for my family. My dad was an entrepreneur himself. He had his own restaurant business. Okay. Yeah, so that's how it kind of been a part of my spirit, you know, a part yeah, of my yeah, family's yeah. gene. My dad came and opened up a restaurant in, in New Orleans. Yeah, so he taught me work ethic. Got you, got you, got you. Nothing was given to us. You know what I'm saying? Nothing, yeah, sure. nothing at all. It was really, honestly, it was really that kind of way up because we were the firstborn generation of Vietnamese people in, our, in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I was born 1980, very first Vietnamese American in my family, male. You know what I'm saying? Back then, I didn't understand the big role. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But today, I'm very grateful for it, you know? Um, and I grew up, you know, very into sports, you know, into school, doing good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always wanted more, I always wore pro wings, I always wore the same clothes, yeah. never really had much, you know what I'm saying, but my dad gave us enough, right. so I never understood that until as an adult, you yeah. know, and I'm very grateful, but at the same time, I was always the best kid, I always got my butt kicked a lot too. So you, uh, so now, now you are the one doing the butt kicking. Yes, and, yes. Uh, jiu-jitsu, yeah? Yeah, doing that, I also yeah. found that love jiu-jitsu as an adult, uh, as, I, as I grew, yeah. and um, yeah, just to find a fast forward where we were before, uh, lived a destructive lifestyle, drugs, alcohol, ate bad, processed food, didn't care about diet, nutrition, pork, I had pimples, I was, you know, yeah. I, you name it, I was, yeah. had a bad liver, you know what I'm saying, because my dad, he died from liver cancer, yeah. so that awakened me a lot more as in, right, as right. in my fitness realm, uh, but I was saved, and I'm thankful for that, and I feel great, and now I'm helping others with my lifestyle that I discovered from the sacrifices of my dad, myself and others and i just want to help other family members yeah. other people in my community and I, and I see i see a lot of that reflected here because you came from what was a very negative environment it mm-hmm. seems like and you kind of rose up coming from that destructive lifestyle that probably was bred through that environment mm-hmm. and now from what i see now what i see mirrored here uh, a much more positive environment yes, helping you. to cultivate that positivity yes. and in general taking care of yourself, making sure that you're looking inwards from a positive perspective. I know when we were first started, when we first met, David would always talk about your body as a temple, you know, getting away from, you know, specific spiritual stuff, but right, you put in your body what's good for your body because mm-hmm. you want, you want a good outcome. You want to yeah. feel good, look good, so on and so forth. And it all, really started from diet, taking care of your body, making the right adjustments. Right. Now, one thing that I noticed in, this is kind of not to go too much into fitness, I want to talk more about the business, but in general, anyone that's listening right now wants to get in better shape, wants to eat healthier, it's overwhelming at times. Yes. So if you were to... In terms of food, one thing someone can change on a daily basis in terms of food that would be easy for them to start, one thing. Uh, one thing is take away that negative item. Everybody has that one negative item. Take yeah. that away, lessen that, and add something positive. What was yours? What was mine? What was my negative yours item? Yours was 
Oh, uh, snacks, candies, chocolates, right? Chocolates, chocolates yeah. It was sugar, sweets. Yeah, they used to that call me great. the cookie monster. When there I used to go. play poker, uh, <laughs> I would eat a lot of cookies, and certain people will remember this. Uh, they used to call me the cookie monster. So yeah, yes. but there you go. Yeah, sweets, so take away that, but add something, too. See, that's the thing I learned as a right, better right. coach and better leader, too. Don't tell them, don't do this, don't do this. You got to tell them what they can do right, right, right. as well. What, what, what are they replacing? They're like stuck. Okay, I won't do that anymore. I won't eat this anymore, but what can I eat? You know, that's right, what the right. thing is about diet. I don't really like to say the word diet me, much either. I but away, cookies actually added avocado onto pretty much everything. Okay, there you go. There we go. So, so that's my thing now. Avocado. And, and avocados are great yeah. item to have. Pretty basic. A pretty avocado. basic. A Love me some avocado. avocado. Yeah. So. It's a power food. Okay. Um, and then for fitness, you know, someone who's a little intimidated by the gym right now, mm -hmm. what would be one thing they could do? to start on that journey on a daily or by daily basis that they can start. Yeah. Um, take that first step, you know, find a community and a good find leader a that really cares about transforming you. And what could they do just kind of activity wise by themselves to just start on that journey? What was a very important thing? They would get the heart rate up. Yes. Yes. Great, great idea. First, get up, take a deep breath and just get out and walk. Get out and walk. Just go get for out. a walk. Go for so, a walk. So go to the park. Just get out. Yeah, get outside. Don't even do it at home. You can eventually you're gonna start doing things at home. But get out. Get yeah, out. Just go to a freaking park. Enjoy the weather. Break a sweat. Connect with nature because eventually yeah, yeah, you'll connect yeah. with within yourself, which is nature. Okay. You know. So basically, one thing for diet wise, grab something that is your go to kind of really unhealthy food. Take that out. Just take one thing out. Replace it with something different. And to start to get active, just get out there, start walking, uh, start doing a little bit of something, but start slow and find a community, find other yeah. people that can support you. I know yeah. there's a huge support over here at Temple Construction. Thank you. Uh, always a lot of positivity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to be uh, around this attractive dude? <laughs> so, hey, why not? Come on, come on, let's do it. Uh, but uh, so on your journey, obviously, we know kind of you know, a little bit now about your life story. In terms of how you started out, because I, I remember specifically you were getting some money together, starting this gym. Yes. It's very, I mean, it's beautiful to see. Thank you. you Thank here. you. Thank you, man. First, uh, let's say someone else out there is, is thinking of starting a personal training company yes. or gym themselves. Yes. If you were to tell them like, all right, they don't have anything yet. They're broke. They don't right. know what to do. Yes. What's the biggest advice you give them to kind of get the ball rolling, to make sure that they stay on track? What, what's some advice for someone who's a, who's a broke future fitness uh, entrepreneur? What would you give to them? Great, great question, because we all start like that. Yeah. And that's what people have to realize. We've all been broke. We all start like that. So, but let's say you're a fitness guy or fitness gal that wants to start this and you know it's not a really easy income or lifestyle to achieve and maintain. See, that's the problem. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is to transform yourself. Transform yourself. You become a leader for yourself so that you can learn how to lead others. So get the full transformation for yourself first. Once you get that, and with today's social media, I didn't have social media like people have today. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. If I had the leverage of social media like I had when I first started, wow, it'd be a whole different ball game. But when I first started, we just had basic, you know, uh, social media connections but now today we're just simple on Instagram yeah, it, I didn't even use MySpace back in the day when I did I was barely working out I was barely getting off apart Facebook was one Great of my first places. ones yeah then I started realizing hey I need to start posting my hard work 
and uh, you just grew from there and then you start getting a reputation, but you have to so, transform yourself first. So it seems to me, make sure that your mindset is good, right? Of course. Just transform yourself, get yourself out there, start telling everyone, anyone, then that's the big thing in general. I think people are scared of getting yeah. on, on yeah. social. So before you, because what's going to happen is if you're not leading yourself, developing, developing skills, and you want to transition to a business person, you're going to start off first by working for somebody, which is great. Work on someone else's time, develop that. You need the reps. You need an actual transformation of clients and members that you've done. And it's not easy tracking that one client. There's a very few remnant of people that have the look, have that natural thing going. But for most of us that have to work hard at it and build it and sustain it, you know, there's a lot more because after a while you have to learn leadership skills, coaching skills, business building skills, marketing skills, and sales closing skills. Yeah, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with learning sales closing skills. Obviously, you know how to crush it in the gym. In terms of business, what, what were things that were a huge learning curve for you when you started out? What's something like, like holy shit, I gotta do this? Yeah, um, make sure I lead by example. Make lead sure example. I lead myself by like, if I'm gonna do something, make sure I can do it master before I ask so, any of my employees, yeah, coaches, yeah. or even members of you. So, so make sure you're a master of the thing before you teach it to your employees. That will help, yeah, okay. or at least um, effective. Got you. With a reaction to if something wrong happens, you can react to your, don't worry coach, this is what we do in counter of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to minimize mistakes. Mistakes are good, failures are great. That's another thing, accept your failures and your mistakes is gonna happen, but learn how to be reactive to it. Yeah. Don't, don't be insane idiot by doing the same thing over again. What about like someone obviously knows fitness, they, uh, for, first of all, how someone who hasn't gotten to this point or isn't able to get to this point, they need to make money, they need to build a client base. How would you approach, let's say someone's out there trying to get clientele, how would you approach someone who you think is a good client to get them in as a client? Like what would be the first thing you would say to them to get them at least interested to come on board as a client for you? Um, Not right now, but in the past. In the, in the past? Oh, well, it's totally different from the mindset I have now. Yeah. In the past, I, I, I was a walking business card. Okay. So as a walking business card and being that energy and light and good looking person and you actually ha having a good heart to help others, people are going to feel that. Yeah. Now, if I was, you know, uh, you know, someone that's not as negative and walk around too buff and I was too good to talk to you, thought I knew everything, you know, trying to misuse you, whatnot, and not really trying to get results and shortcut you, then some people feel that too. So before I can even approach myself so to- other a, people have to see themselves in you as the final result. Yeah, and, uh, or connect with me and say, oh, yeah. this guy's really genuine. He's not trying to sell me. You know, they want to know, hey, this guy cares. So you need to obviously be in shape and also approachable. Yeah, you want to, I mean, I mean, don't be the person that knows it all, but then don't show it, don't live it. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of those out there. Yeah, you know and I'm going to chime in here too, just from a sales standpoint, just ask people for the potential business. Don't be afraid of rejection. Like if you, someone who's in fitness probably isn't coming from a sales background. Right. And it's very scary. Yeah. Going up to someone and asking for business from them. Right. Like, hey, I saw, maybe I saw you in the gym, seen you a few times here. Right. What do you think about 
the potential of coming on board. Maybe right. I could I could train you. I'll give you one free session. I maybe right? offers, offers, kind of offers, offers and stuff. Got yeah, you, got you. Okay. Um, with that in mind, though, a lot of trainers and coaches out there, personal trainers, guys, fitness group people, a lot of us don't like to sell, and I don't blame you. Yeah, you know, so, what I'm saying it's who does, but. It's if, a you're gonna create, aggressively yeah. brutal sometimes. If you want to create your own income, your own abundance flow, cash flow coming into your life, you know, saying residually, whatnot, you have to develop that skill. Yeah. Huh? Yep. You have to. Yep. You have to because yeah. you're the one depending on hunting and killing your prey to feed yourself and your family. And that's the mentality we have to every, have. Every business owner has to be a little bit of a salesman and a marketer, yeah. right? You have to be the walk. You have to know your product. If I'm selling my product is the philosophy and the physical and spiritual, emotional, mental aspect of temple construction. Cause that's what it did to me. So I'm deep in the game. I'm like, it's, you know, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, it. I'm a walking business card of what I want to share. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure, and that's sure. why my attractive abundance works. And I'm not worried about, um, at least not today. I had to go through the struggles. Yeah. I had to yeah. go through the sacrifice, the years of, yeah, of, course, of, of discipline. Course. I work, here's an, if I can mention this, I grew up in the restaurant industry. That was my career. That was what I thought was going to be my future. Right. I uh, hit a ceiling, a glass window, gas ceiling, what they say, for a great company yeah. here locally called Cafe Express. I, I hit general manager. Uh, I made millions of dollars for them. I developed all my management skills. And, and they gave me an opportunity because I had a felony on my record. Yeah. And by the way, Cafe Express, one of Eastwood's clients, uh, big fan of them. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. See? And, um, and it gave me an opportunity when I had a record of, of offenses that most companies probably wouldn't give me because I was thinking about going back to college, mm -hmm. but I knew I had a felony on my back for years. Mm -hmm. You have to stick with it. Mm -hmm. um, and I know corporations were not hiring me. So I had mm -hmm. to dig deep. And I was blessed enough to get an opportunity with Cafe Express as a restaurant manager. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how I kind of started my corporate professional side of myself. Yeah. And speaking of you having a felony before obviously there's some uh, negatives in your own head sometimes that you might look down on yourself in the past yes how do you for people who are or potential business owners potential entrepreneurs that are dealing with these negative emotions what's a what's one moment in this pathway of yours in this journey that you've hit a really, really low point, and how did you get out of it? I actually <laughs> had, well, just, just honestly, in this journey of entrepreneurship, yeah. the real ones that go through the struggle. Entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say that. I like that. So, Who was that from again? I don't know. I don't say somebody was saying, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah you're going to go through those highs and lows throughout the whole journey. Even like today, even when I have everything I feel and I'm making yeah, yeah. the best money I have in my entire life, yeah. you know, finally, yeah, yeah, I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna lie, but there's a lot of expenses behind it. So it's not like you take home everything. That's a true fact too. Right. So pay attention to that. But I'm always putting into my business yeah. as much so as this, possible. So this whole journey, what was the worst, the yeah, worst journey, dark, darkest, toughest time? And, and how did you? Well, okay. That? So, um, there's a couple moments, the previous moment, was, um, wow, I got my truck repoed, right? Yeah, I had to get it repoed, I had no money in my account. I got, I resigned from the nightclub industry because oh, I'm in yeah, the entertainment yeah. industry as well. I'm also an artist. 
uh, do acting, film, TV, and modeling that'd as well. Be, that'd be really tough. No, yeah. Because the dance moves are so fun. My dance moves are so not good fun. enough, so they didn't want me at the club anymore. No. Oh, okay. I was a general manager. I was a boss. I'm always in boss boss roles. Boss mode. Boss yeah, mode if, if someone's going to hire me for the business, they know who, what I can do as a manager and a business owner. So, okay. And that's you. how I developed myself to where I'm at today. All those yeah, management yeah, yeah. experience. So wherever you're at right now, if you're working your your, your, your current full-time job for now, and you're working your fortune on a part-time basis, that's great. That full-time job you're working, be appreciated, be the best that you can, because you're gonna transition those skills into your own one day. So do that yeah. for the business owner that you're working for now, and work the best like if it's your own. So when you have your own, that'd be a natural so, character yeah. for you when you work your own business. So I know we sidetracked there, yeah. but I think what Dave is trying to say is if you're currently working for another company do your best there because doing your best there will spill over into doing your best as a business and then you're going to attract that right employee for yourself too so that's another thing people don't think about that right, right, you know, right. you're going to attract the employee that wants to do the same like you did i know we keep derailing okay so the most lowest part yeah, yeah was yeah. the time when i had no mode. money no clients very i mean i had acting gigs but they weren't like really great i was struggling uh, they, I walked, I looked out my car, window, car, uh, house one day, yeah. um, no truck was there. got that repo and I just had nothing. Yeah. yeah I, I was, I was barely surviving. I was doing demos, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I was still working out. I always stay to my passion because yeah, that was yeah. my stress relief yeah. and I wasn't dating the girls. Girls were just a distraction to me. I thought I could at the time, but that's another thing, man. You can't, sometimes you gotta let Focus. that go guys, you know, or women, then the dating scene out of the way. So that was my one of my hardest uh i have probably quite a few more before that how did you get out of it what, how did i get the out? one one thing that kept you going that whole time what is that um i had a good network man i had good family, good family. you know what i'm saying that supported me too i know a lot of people don't have that um so i was grateful but for that personally what kept you going personally uh i did not i did not fail i believed in myself so much i felt that believe in yourself I, I felt that if god saved me from death Mm -hmm. from diseases, from destruction, mm -hmm. from jail time, from prison time. Mm -hmm. I also do prison ministry service because uh, I feel like I should give back give to back. that. Yep. So the reason why I give back to that because I could have been easily one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have been easily one of those. You know what I'm saying? So if God saved me from all that, I knew he could save me from just having an extra $500 a week in my account if I needed. So letting, so you say let go of the things you can't control. Let, definitely let go of the things. Believe in have faith in myself, knowing that I have a purpose in this world. Mm -hmm. uh, don't compare myself to others, mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And really dig deep and um, let go of the negative things in my life that may have taken away my money mm -hmm. and embracing the things that I could do on my time. And that's another thing, I kept myself busy. I always do, was reading, always watching self-development personal growth, um, Les Brown, um, Tony Robbins, um, I mean, the list goes on and on that I, I have in my life that yeah. impact me yeah. indirectly. Uh, John C. Maxwell, um, Jim Rohn, wow, so many greats, you know so what I'm saying? Many greats. So many greats, so many greats, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, good, yeah, <laughs> you know, tag them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so. uh, all right, so one last, one last thing I wanted to kind of go over here. I know you gotta get out of here. Uh, so thank you for putting no, no problem. David is super busy. You know how hard it was to get him on this show? This man is really always hustling. Thank you. So let's say you got this, you're a fitness, potential future fitness business, gym owner, what have you. Walking business card at this point. You're just getting clientele wherever you can, however you can. What's the hardest part and what advice would you give on going from 
just a single trainer to jumping into a brick and mortar location with, with employees? Like what's, what's the hardest part and what advice would you give that one? Wow. Um, first of all, definitely be prepared to treat this like your child or your wife. If you're single right now, most of us are, stay. Well, honestly, if you can't, I see a trend. You know what I'm saying? I see a trend, if, if, David. If not, Stay single. You know, I mean, why are you doing it? Because that's how you want to treat this time with. Okay, right. so that's one thing as a as a leader for yourself. Um, definitely um, have a good plan, knowing that the location you're gonna have, um, knowing that don't start too big. My location is probably like 1,900 square feet. It was just perfect. Yeah. Uh, also, make sure you have the systems in place. Right. Systems are important. Make sure you're structured. What do you mean by systems? Systems of how you operate daily on a daily okay. basis. Okay. See, a lot of people don't so know how to organize. Be very organized. Very structured, very organized. And that's what I learned from the restaurant business. See, okay. that's what I learned from other businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I transitioned that over, mm-hmm. you know, as a trainer, as a boss, as a manager. Uh, most, uh, most importantly, focus on getting your clients results. So back to what we learned as a businessman. I want to give thanks. Uh, my second failure was after Hurricane Harvey. Okay, and we ha- had no clients, no nothing, no anything, no money in my account. That's my second hardest downfall. And I was able to get a good loan from a good friend and client because I had a last resort. Yep. And with that, uh, I gave my word, I promised it, I knew I would can change. It was a hard time in my life and I invested into a coach. Mm. Invest into someone if you can, Find a, good a mentor. mentor, yes. Okay. You need a mentor that knows how to lead you in your realm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you minimize your mistakes and create a system. And I found that online, social media through Lynn Trin. So, so Lynn Trin, not to, mm-hmm. sorry, Lynn. But to kind of summarize then, it sounds like to me, you want to have an organized plan, know mm-hmm. exactly what the schedule at the gym is going to look like, find the appropriate location, start small, know exactly what equipment I'm guessing you're going to get and have a good mentor. Yes. Sum it, sum it up pretty well. Yeah, that gives it up, but also getting your clients' results. Get your clients' results. You, know, oh, and you don't need it. Yeah, you, you can start. I started off traveling to different facilities and work, going to people's houses, yeah. and then I'll have doing boot camps, doing out there. Go through all that crap for a while. You know what I'm saying? Go to the client's house and do one-on-one in-home training. Mm-hmm. Go to a part. Start like that, hands-on, with that type of way. Get the results. Get the before and afters. Have that as your testimonial. Mm-hmm. And have a have a group following. Now today you can create a following. Mm-hmm. Then you start renting at a place. Mm-hmm. Okay, when you rent at a place at another facility that have plenty of those, yep. build your group there, go that for a year, create a system, create a following, then find a good location. Then from there, buy equipment, build that up, and move so you, far. Got you. So all, n- nothing matters if you aren't bringing your clientele results. Is that, exactly. That's what I hear. Uh, most important, don't get too money hungry. You know what I'm saying? I know, you, I mean, b- based on your value, your worth, and what you can do, is based on what you can charge your clients. I agree on that. Um, but definitely don't exactly. forget why you started this whole thing anyways was to help others. To help so others. if you lose that focus and that calling for yourself and healing people from diseases, healing people from depression, getting people ready for competitions, if you live in that life and you can do that for others, then you can share that value and charge people for the results that you promised to get them. If you don't deliver, then you don't deserve that dollar. And you don't exactly. deserve your clients coming back and re-signing and coming back to you. Even if they move out of town and they come back, ah. they know who to call on. Yes. Obviously, obviously I'm David's <laughs> client. Oh, Bob. Bob, do you have anything to say? <laughs> no? Poor guy, super shy. He gets hit on all day long. Yeah, all day long. He needs a little super game. Super shy man. right now. He's Bob. focused. He's focused on his journey right now. <laughs>
So, David, where can we find you? Where can we find Transfer uh, Temple Construction? Thank you, Roger. Thank you. Uh, we're located in the I-10 West area, Bellwood 8 City Center, Spring Branch, Energy Corridor, Katy Memorial, you name it. We're not too far from that area off of I-10 in Willcrest, um, 11020 Katy Freeway, Suite 106. Um, also, you can find us Facebook, Temple yeah, Construction. Put her up right here. So right, perfect. Well, right, yes. right in the video realm. Instagram right as well at Construct My Temple at or myself my as temple. a leader, uh, coach entrepreneur um, at David TN7. Yes, that's myself, Coach David. Yeah. And yeah, and that's I'm also it, just follow him, follow me. Shark's doing great. I'm really yeah. proud of this young man too. Transform has a very, lot of discipline. And always remember, you're going to learn from your members and your clients as well, coaches. So be humble that the energy flows that you're learning from your client. Sit down and be humble. Yeah, and, and, and back and forth. Because without your clients, you can't learn and grow as a leader yep. and learn from your results. Yep. So yep. always look at it as a give and take both scenario. Yep. Well, thank you, David. Go Strohs. Go Strohs. See style. you next time on, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. See you next time on Texas Tea with Eastwood Energy. Once again, one more time, this is David Win. Always a win-win situation with him of Temple Construction. See you all later on the next podcast. Peace out.